What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Serenity podcast. I'm your host, Corey Lane. Um, it's good to be back. It's been a minute since I did another episode. I apologize. Um, today, we're going to talk about something kind of, uh, you know, upsetting about what's going on currently in the world. Uh, before we do that, um, there's this response. It comes from Mark M. Um, in a link to a Google form that I put in. Um, uh if you're on YouTube, you'll see it. Um, you just click the link and you'll be able to tell your story about different topics that we talk about. So Mark M writes, Hey, Corey, it's Mark. Hi, Mark. I just want to say I hope you are doing good in college and in work. I hope I get to see you one of these days when you're in my town. Keep up the good work in videos and good luck. Mark, I just want to say thank you very much for that response. And hopefully I will see you. I mean, I'm kind of close to your town. Um, so, I mean, relatively, we might run into each other one of these days. Definitely send me a text. You have my number. Don't be, don't be a, a shy person. Anyway, so, um, I just want to start this off by saying if you're, if you or anyone that you know is hurt, upset, or, you know, dealing with something very, very strong in their life that they can't necessarily control, definitely go out, seek help, please. You can shoot me a message at any point in time. Um, definitely my Instagram, my Twitter, my, um, Snapchat, all at Corey L official, C-O-R-Y-L-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, Corey L official on everything. So definitely shoot me a text or whatever. I'll definitely sit up with you all types of times of the night and just be there for you. So I just want to start it out with this opening statement. Um, Manuel Portiz Jr., 18, was murdered on September 28th in 2021 in Schaumburg, Illinois, on Sternbridge Lane at around 6.05 p.m. He had originally planned to meet someone for a fist fight, but his opponent brought a knife instead and fatally stabbed him in the neck multiple times after already knocked him down to the floor. He proceeded to flee the scene, which would be considered a misdemeanor already as leaving the scene of a crime or an accident is illegal. Additionally, it also states that the individual previously had been caught with a handgun, yet he he had no effective repercussions. Guys, I want to talk about something. And this is this is kind of the topic of it, um, hence the title of the uh, podcast episode. Manuel Portis Jr., as this, m- most people know him uh, as Manny. He was a great friend of mine. I've known him for seven years. How long? I, I just graduated not too long ago, um, and I, I met him. Um, in seventh grade. So from seventh grade all the way past senior year, that's roughly six, seven years. Okay. Manny, Manny was a very close friend of mine and hearing this whole story just, you know, is, is heartbreaking to me, um, as an individual as well as family and everybody else, etc. Um, the guy who committed the crime, uh, got off, uh, with the misdemeanor. I'm going to just, I'm going to just be quiet just for a little bit. Like, I want you to really sit, my listeners, I want you to sit and think about this. The person who stabbed him in the neck, Manny had no weapon in his hand, had zero weapon in his hand. A, a guy had stabbed him in his neck, brought a knife to a fist fight, stabbed him multiple times as he was laying down on the ground and only got off with a misdemeanor. Sounds like murder, right? 
because indeed it is now the thing so they at first dismissed it uh saying that it was insufficient evidence when there was a video provided to them um stating that you know it is it is in fact indeed evidence um and then they named it they named it mutual combat mutual combat so a guy shows up with a knife kills a man but it's mutual combat and the other guy had absolutely nothing in his hand except his two fists i mean let's be real that's that's murder you know i mean Despite the individual committing multiple crimes, including murder, fleeing the scene of a crime and unlawful carrying of a weapon, the person responsible for this was only charged with a misdemeanor for unlawful use of a weapon because the district claims that the situation would be considered mutual combat. What I just said. So, I mean, yet by definition, that only applies when it is a fair fight, as it can be seen in the following statement, a fight into which both parties willingly or in which two persons upon a sudden quarrel and not in hot blood mutually fight upon equal terms. Duhaime.org. D-U-H-A-I-M-E dot org. That's that's the citation from that. In this case, uh, Manuel did not have anything to defend himself ex with except his two hands, immediately invalidating the possibility of it being mutual combat. It should also be noted that the person who was responsible for his death is a 17-year-old, and though he committed murder, it was decided that he would not be charged as an adult and would only get a misdemeanor, meaning he was only charged for a lesser criminal act considered less severe than felonies and can be discharged with monetary fines or community service. That's the Cambridge Dictionary. Let's be real. The 17-year-old should have been tried as an adult. And I'm only saying this, and I'm, and I'm all for not, you know, going and ruining people's lives. But if you go in there willingly knowing that you are bringing a knife planning to do harm to a certain individual massive harm unrelenting harm harm that you can't come back from he went in there knowing what he was about to do knowing what he was about to do he went in there knowing and i, I repeat that multiple times because i mean let's be real he's going in there knowingly with the knife going to harm this individual He's going in there willingly to harm this individual. So why is that a misdemeanor? I mean, look at it. Look at it. Look at it from a different point of view. You bring a knife to what's supposedly supposed to be a fist fight. You bring a knife knowing that you're about to cause damage. People bring guns to fight knowing they're going to cause damage. And that's what happened here. It was it was. It, it, this was planned and the fact that it was planned should be even worse than what the what the state is labeling it as let's let's be real therefore his killer could get away with murder by simply serving house arrest paying some fees and doing community service another reason that the uh, district attorney's office gave for only charging him with minor misconduct and unlawful use of a weapon was that there was not enough evidence to suffice the requirements for a murder charge, despite there being video evidence of the whole thing. 
The video was recorded on a cell phone and the person who recorded it should be charged as an accessory to murder as well. Now, I've seen this particular video. I've seen this video in question. And if you're watching, when you watch the video and you know you you try to make a, a decision based off of it when you watch the video it seems like the individual that was recording it didn't wasn't aware of it at the time until you know in this video it gets a close-up on uh manny's face as he's you know dying and he didn't realize that you know the situation was so severe until he got up close I mean, I'm hearing that I'm hearing from multiple sources that there was more than just those three there. There was five people there. But in the video, you can only see two or three. I'm sorry, about two, two or three people. The person who committed the murder, the uh, Mingy. And um, if I'm correct, um, it's one more person who I I can't um, think of. But um but yeah, the only I'm only aware of the three people, the person recording Manny and the guy who committed the murder, whose name I will not say, which might change going further into this. So, yeah. So looking at the video now. Oh, OK, I do see a third person in there. There was a third person. There is a knife visible. No, he's hiding the knife as he takes the first strike. He swings the knife and it hits Manny. And he continues, continues to swing. Manny falls out of nowhere. Mm. And he goes back in and he gets him in his neck. And Manny sits there and bleeds out. And his friend didn't realize until he got up close. Saying, come on, bro, get up, get up. Come on, bro. He's gone. And Manny's just laying there. bleeding it's a very disturbing video i mean truthfully i mean whew. anyway given that they remained a bystander while watching i'm continuing the statement given that they remained it they remained a bystander while watching a murder occur and even proceeded to record it only to later leak it on the internet we cannot provide the full video, but instead a report that includes the non-graphic parts of the uh, is attached. And this statement will be linked if you're watching on YouTube. The statement is linked down below, or you can go watch it on WGNTV.com. Um, slash news slash a coward family upset at prosecutors after video shows 18-year-old stabbed to death in Schaumburg. <clears throat> After a peaceful process on October 1st at the Cook County State Attorney's Office and the Schaumburg Police Department, in which a significant amount of people attended, no change has been made, and instead the misdemeanor charge has been dropped, leaving his killer with only the consequence of house arrest now. Currently, we are searching for ways to gain exposure and coverage on Manny's story, hoping that the more people that support this cause, the more pressure the state will have to change their decision in regarding the case. It only less than 24 hours were we able to get 204 retweet tweets on a tweet mentioning the injustice of the case. And in the 24 hours that we have stated the petition, we have already gotten around 1,700 signatures. You can also find that on the YouTube link. Everything I'm talking about on YouTube, guys, you can. there's a link down in the description down below. Um, 
everywhere else there's a link tree um i wish i could share links i don't know how to yet but link link tr.ee slash justice for manny and that's where you can go you can view the statement i'm reading you can view everything okay um this is not the first time something like this has happened in the chicago area but it cannot become normalized he is not just another name or another death he was a friend a brother a son and most importantly a human being with a beautiful soul and a lot of dreams manny did not deserve the way his life was ended and much less the injustice he got for it we hope to bring much attention to this as soon as possible to bring this case to justice and give both his friends and family the peace they deserve as well as a time to properly grieve instead of fighting for consequences that should have been established since the beginning we truly hope that these efforts will eventually reach the justice that our government couldn't provide and that's where that statement ends which i completely agree with a hundred percent a hundred and ten million billion percent so hopefully and the reason why I'm bringing this to the podcast and, you know, talking about it is because Manny was not only a great friend of mine, somebody I looked up to, a brother, a friend, a mentor. He was someone that everybody believed in and he knew what he wanted to do and he knew that he was going to change the world. I wrote, I was on Instagram at Coriel Official and I wrote, Powerful protest from the community regarding our friend, our brother, and most, and to most, a mentor. On the steps of the state's attorney's office in Rolling Meadows, murder is not a misdemeanor. Manuel Portis Jr. was not only an inspiration, but someone most looked up to. Someone who gave everyone a chance, someone who wanted to make a difference. That's why I need you to help fight against, to help fight against this and get Manny the justice he deserves. Click the link. In, click the link in bio and fight against this decision. Justice for Manny. Long live the Martian. And then, and and even in that, I included the link tree. I included um, an Instagram, Justice for Manny Portis, and I include his. I included his personal um, Instagram account. Help me fight this, guys. Help me. There's a petition out right now um, where you can sign to get justice for Manny. And as I pull it right now, I can tell you exactly how many shares it has right now. Well, not shares, how many signatures it has. Right now, we are at 9,113 signed. We need more. We're trying to get to 10,000. Our first goal was 7,000. Now we're getting to 10,000. It was, I mean, let's, let's be real. This is the same story. It's the same story, just a different person as constantly, constantly, constantly people in America, especially colored people not getting the justice that they deserve a hundred percent. It's too much of this country beating down on us, treating us like crap that we don't get anything done. And it's, it's upsetting that the world we live in, the government that we have, the people we're supposed to look up to the people who say they're going to serve and protect are the main ones hurting us. But you know, that's a, that's another fight for another day, apparently. Right. Whatever. Guys, so let's make a change. We, it starts with us, truly. I want to I wanna make a change, and I, I need you guys' help to do that. Go to the link tree, link tree slash justice for Mandy.
J-U-S-T-I-C-E-F-O-R-M-A-N-N-Y. Let's do it. As a team. As a team together. Fighting against injustice. Because if we don't, no one will. I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. And for those who made it to the end, I, I appreciate you truly so. And I hope one day we can finally find a way to come together and, you know, kind of be better than we are. Thank you.